him yesterday. We discussed some of those aspects that break the wudu of a person. So, continuing with the same chapter, number six, becoming insane. If a person loses his sanity, becomes insane, immediately the wudu of a person is nullified. Number seven, being so intoxicated that one does not walk straight but staggers. Number eight, laughing aloud in salah. In regards to laughing, there are three stages. The one state is where a person, he just smiles in Salah. So if a person smiles in Salah, it doesn't affect the wudu of a person, it does not affect the Salah of a person. That is the first stage. Then you go to the second stage. The second stage is where there is a very soft laugh, like a giggle, but very soft. So only the person performing Salah, he'll be able to hear it. And maybe the person that is next to him, he's able to hear it as well. So that will nullify the salah of a person. It won't nullify the wudu of a person. And the third stage that he's talking about here is where a person laughs aloud. So here, maybe a few people, people around him, they're able to hear. So wudu also will be nullified and salah also will be nullified. So laughing aloud in salah. Number nine, when the male and female sexual organs touch, even if there is no discharge. This is regards to just touching. No penetration, this will nullify the wudu of a person. If there's penetration, then ghusl becomes wajib. Number 10, flowing of blood or pus from any part of the, of the body. A, if blood or pus does not move from the place of the wound, wudu will not break. So say for example, a person, he got injured a little bit and the blood became exposed. You can see the blood, but there's no movement of the blood. It remained intact within the wound. So in this case, the wudu of a person does not break. Similarly, if clots of blood come out of the nose while blowing it, wudu will not break. Wudu will only break if the blood is in the fluid state. If a person, he blows his nose and clots come out. So your wudu won't break in this, in this condition. But if it is flowing blood that comes out, then the wudu of a person will be broken. See, if a pimple has to burst in the eye, then the wudu will only break if the fluid comes out of the eye, as long as the fluid remains within the eye, the wudu of a person will not break. D. If the saliva is reddish because of blood, wudu will break. So if a person he's removed the saliva from his mouth and he looks into the saliva, there's more blood and there's less saliva. So there's more reddish. The wudu of a person will break. Similarly, if a person is fasting and there's more blood than the saliva and he had to swallow the saliva normally if you swallow the saliva the fast doesn't break but if you have to swallow the saliva where the blood is more then the fast of a person is also invalid if the blood is so little that redness cannot be seen in the saliva wudu will not break if blood appears on a toothpick wudu will not be broken if the effect of the blood cannot be seen in the saliva so it can be seen on the toothpick but now you need to remove the saliva to see how much of blood there is. If there is less blood, then the wudu is fine. If there's more blood in the saliva, then the wudu will be broken. E. Fluid from a paining ear will break the wudu even if there is no sore or pimple in the ear. So any fluid that comes out of the ear but on condition that the ear has pain, you're experiencing pain, that will break the wudu of a person. Water, water which flows from the eyes because of the eyes paining will break the wudu. So even from the eyes, if there's pain and water comes out, wudu breaks. 
Liquid that comes out of the eye while yawning will not break the wudu. If extraction of blood will break the wudu unless it is so little that it would that it would not have flowed out of the wound if it came out itself. So, for example, a person went for blood transfusion and blood was removed. So, obviously, that is going to nullify the wudu because so much of blood comes out there. But let's say a person he is testing his sugar and he pricks himself. So when he pricks himself, the blood that comes out, just a drop sometimes come out. And if that drop, it, it would not flow. It would not flow if you had not uh, wiped it onto the strip, onto the testing strip. If you left it there, it wouldn't have flown. Then in that case, the wudu of a person doesn't break. But let's say so much of blood came out when you pricked yourself, that the blood would have flown. Then in this instance, the wudu of a person will be invalid. So it's better for a person here to be a little cautious. If a person pricks himself, sometimes we're not sure whether so much has come out that it would have flown or it wouldn't have flown. Better is always to make a fresh wudu and then perform salah. Note, a doubt will not break wudu. A person has a doubt. Have I got wudu? Haven't I got wudu? Have I got wudu? Haven't I got wudu? So you've got no certainty. So there's a principle which the fuqaha have written. Al-yaqeenu la yazulu bishak. When a person has conviction of something because of doubt, that conviction is not destroyed, it is not removed. So the conviction still remains. So in other words, now a person knows, I made wudu. But did the wudu remain or not? That's what he is doubting. So you know with certainty you made wudu, your wudu is intact. If you know with certainty your wudu broke, then your wudu would be regarded as broken. Only when one is convinced that his wudu is broken, then it will be regarded so. If one is not certain, then there is no need to repeat the wudu. Continuing with the Masail of Salah. Jab subah ho jaye or fajar ka waqt a jaye. To do rakat sunnat or do rakat faras ke siwa or koi nafil namaz padna durus nahi. Yani makru hai. When it is now subah sadiq has come to an end and the time of fajar has now entered. Then a person can only perform the two fard of fajar and the two sunnat of fajar. Besides these two salah. It is not permissible for a person to perform any other nafil namaz. It is makru to do so. Albatta qaza namaze parna or sajda ki ayat par sajda karna durus hai. However, a person can read qaza namaz and he can, if he read the ayat of sajda, then he can make sajda. Agar fajr ki namaz parne mein suraj nikal aya, to namaz nahi hui. If the sun had risen whilst a person was performing fajr, then his fajr salah would become invalid. So let's say, for example, a person. He started his Fajr Salah, maybe two minutes before sunrise. And he was performing his Salah, he came right up to the point of Tashahud. He was reading maybe his Tashahud. And the sun rose, finished, the Salah became invalid. So he'll have to start the Salah all over again, that 15, 12 to 15 minutes after sunrise. Now he must read the Fajr Namaz again. So if you're reading Fajr and the sun rises, the entire Salah becomes invalid. Whereas this is not the case when it comes to Asar Salah. When Asar Salah, a person started in the Makru time, and whilst performing salah, let's say he came to the last rakat or he came to tashawud and the sun set, then also his salah will be discharged. So in the asr salah, it will be discharged, but in the fajr salah, it will not be discharged. Suraj mein roshni aajane ke baad qaza pare. In this instant, after sunrise, a person will have to make qaza of that fajr namaz because it was invalid. Or agar asr ki namaz parne mein suraj doob gaya, to namaz ho gayi qaza na pare. 
But wife performing asr, salah, if the sun set, namaz is done. There's no need to make qaza in the asr namaz. Although the salah will be makru, but the salah will be discharged. Isha ki namaz parne se pehle, so rehna makru hai. To continue to sleep before the isha namaz is makru. Before isha namaz, a person after maghrib, he wants to lie down a little bit. So this is makru. A person, he shouldn't sleep before the isha namaz. Why could happen that a person goes to sleep and now he doesn't wake up for Isha namaz because he's tired, so he's going to go into a deep sleep and he's going to miss Isha. So it's makru to sleep before Isha namaz. Namaz par ke sona chahiya. Person should read namaz. Read your Isha namaz first and then retire to bed. Lekin koi maras se ya safar se bohot thaka manda ho aur kisi se keh de ke mujhko namaz ke waqt jaga dena. But if a person, he is feeling sick or because of suffer, because of undertaking a journey, he is very, very tired and he tells somebody that, look, wake me up for Isha Salah. And that person, he promises, no, you don't worry, you go to sleep, I'll wake you up for Isha Salah. So in that case, it is permissible for a person to sleep. Why? Because there somebody has taken the responsibility to wake you up for Isha Salah, so it will be fine. Namaz ki sharto ka bayan. This is in regards to the conditions of salah. Namaz shuru karne se pehle kai cheeze wajib hai. Before commencing salah, there are certain things that are wajib, that are obligatory in salah. These are the requisites of namaz. If these are found, then the salah is valid. If they are not found, then a wajib has been missed out, the salah will not be valid. Agar wuzu na ho, to wuzu kare. If a person doesn't have wuzu, then he has to make wuzu. Nahane ki zururat ho, to ghusal kare. If a person is in a state of impurity, janabat, he has to take a bath, then he has to go and take a bath before performing salah. Badan par ya kapre par koi najasat lagi ho, to isko paak kare. If there is any impurity that is on the clothing of a person, that is on the body of a person, then he has to wash that out, that he has to clean out. But if a person doesn't know, for example, he doesn't know he performs salah, and after performing salah, he found maybe there was a little bit of blood on his clothing. But if it is less than the amount of a dirham, that is approximately the palm, the size of the palm, less than the, the amount of a dirham, then also the salah of a person is valid. But if a person saw that before namaz, he saw that there is blood, but there is a small speck that is there maybe, then also it is better that he washes it out. Although if he read the namaz with it, the salah will be valid because it's less than a dirham, but he should wash it out. Jis jagah namaz parti ho, wo bhi paak honi chahiye. The place where you perform in salah. So we have to be clean. And the place, the area where we perform in salah, that area, that place also has to be clean. There mustn't be any napaki in that particular area. Like if that area was impure. If a person stands there when there's napaki there, his salah is not going to be valid. Because the area also has to be clean. Fakat mu or dono hateli or dono pair ke siwa, sar se pair tak sara badan khub dank lewe. That besides... Ji, the, besides the, uh, the face and both the palms and the feet, besides these parts of the body, it is necessary for a woman to cover the entire body. So a woman, she is allowed to expose her hands, her palms in salah, her face, her face she is allowed to expose in salah, and her feet she can expose in salah. But besides these three parts, every other part of the body must be covered. So let's say for example a lady, she's got her, her scarf, her burqa on and she's performing salah. Now while she's performing salah, the, a quarter of the ear, just a quarter 
of the ear becomes exposed. Salah becomes invalid for the duration of three subhanallah. That is one rukan. Three subhanallah is regarded as one rukan. So for the duration of one rukan, if a quarter of a limb would supposed to be covered in salah, becomes exposed, the salah becomes invalid. For example, our satar is from the navel to the knee. Minimum, right? So now let's say a person, he came with his uh, t-shirt and he got his uh, jeans or bermuda or whatever it might be and he's performing salah. So in salah now, his t-shirt lifted. His t-shirt lifted in the back and it happens sometimes. So when the t-shirt lifted, we need to see that count, see, look at the size of that particular limb. And then we'll see if a quarter of it had lifted whilst he was in sajda, which is the duration of three subhana rabbi al-a'la, three subhanallah is found. So his namaz becomes invalid. So a person has to be very careful of this, that a woman, she should be covered properly. And the burqa that she is wearing, the clothing that she is wearing, the burqa that she is wearing, it mustn't even be transparent or semi-transparent. You must not be able to see the color of the skin under that burqa. It must be of such a dark color that the skin is not visible to a person. Qibla ki taraf When a person wants to perform salah, he must face in the direction of the qibla. Right? Where sometimes certain musallas, certain places, they make a mistake sometimes. They don't get the correct direction of the qibla. In calculating, sometimes they go a little off. So many a time we get the squares coming in where they say that now after some years we have realized that uh, we are maybe 5 degrees, 15 degrees off from the qibla. So is the salah valid? So the fuqah I have written, you can go, if a person goes unknowingly, this is if he makes a mistake, and he went off by 45 degrees, up to 45 degrees is fine, your namaz will be valid. But the moment you go over 45, your salah is invalid now. So if any place they went over 45 degrees and they read namaz like this for one year, for example, so for one year the salah wasn't valid. They have to read their namaz all over again because the condition was not found, which you have to face in the direction of the qibla. That is why the, the toilet also, when the toilet is built, we must build it more than 45 degrees away from the qibla. More than 45 degrees. So, because that 45 degrees concession that we are given, so so to say that is considered as qibla, if your namaz is valid, up to 45 degrees off from the actual qibla, it is valid. So that is like qibla. So we're supposed to go over 45 degrees, the toilet should be built. So there is no doubt also of us facing in the direction of the qibla. Jis namaz ko parna chahe, jis namaz ko parna chahti hai, iski niyat, yani dil se irada kare. When a person, whichever namaz he intends performing, then a person should make niyat from the heart. That this is the namaz I'm reading. Like we came for Zohar, we're going to read Zohar now. So in the heart, we must have niyat. I'm reading Zohar namaz now behind the imam. Asar time, a person must have niyat. Zohar, asar namaz behind the imam. It doesn't have to be verbal. That is for a beginner. But a person must have the niyat in the heart. Wakt ane ke baad namaz pare. A person should read namaz after the time enters. After the actual time of salah enters. Before the time, if a person reads salah, the salah is not going to be valid. Because the time of namaz hasn't come in. The time of zohar comes in after zawal. So if a person just before zawal, he read zohar namaz. The zohar is invalid. You have to read it again after the time comes in. Yes, namaz ke liye These are all the conditions for namaz. Agar isme se ek cheez bhi jawegi, to namaz na hogi. If any of these are missed out, then the salah of a person will not be valid. So all the requisites have to be found 
for the salah of a person to be valid. We'll just do one last masla. Barik tan zeb ya book ya jali wagaira ka bohot barik do patta or ka namaz panna durus nahi hai. Yeah, he's saying the masla is saying that a very, very thin, very, very thin uh, do patta, the, the burqa, the scarf that the lady wears to perform salah, it is made of net or something of that nature. He said to perform salah with this, this is incorrect. Continuing with Anwarul Salam, yesterday we had discussed up to the point that if a person he performs Salah, his complete namaz he is performing, but he is reading it with negligence and mindfulness, a person is performing Salah, then although he would be absolved of his responsibility, but such a person has been cursed in the Quran Sharif. Where Allah Ta'ala says, فَوَيْلُ لِلْمُسَلِّينَ Woe, destruction to that person that performs Salah. So we're performing Salah, but Allah Ta'ala is saying destruction to that person. It is mentioned that person that just performed this Salah haphazardly. Uh, that person, his Salah will be like a dirty rag. And that will be taken and it will be thrown at the face of the person. And the person will be, will be told, دَيَّعَكَ Allah. May Allah Ta'ala destroy you. The namaz will say, may Allah destroy you. Have you have destroyed me. That without concentration, without performing all the postures of salah properly, you just came and you performed salah, you destroyed me. So may Allah Ta'ala destroy you. Allah Ta'ala save us. So salah has to be done properly. Lihaza, hadarat arifin ne baru namaz parne ke tariqe bhi bayan farmaye hai. It is for this reason that the arifin, those people that recognize Allah Ta'ala, they have shown us the way how to perform a salah that has life in it. When we go to the mashayikh, to the pious people, you'll find everywhere they will teach us properly how to perform salah. That how the postures of salah has to be made, how to concentrate in our salah. All this is taught by the buzroks, by the pious people. Jin mein ek bohot hi mubarak aur muaster Hazrat Sayyid Ahmad Shaheed Rahmatullah Alayhi ki takreer hai. And one of, one very, very effective bayan in regards to performing salah is the bayan of the Shah Ahmed Shaheed Rahmatullah who is actually the author of this kitab that his bayan on how to perform salah is a very very effective bayan jo arsa hua anwar salah ke naam se tabah hokar ab nayab ho chuki for some time now this booklet was printed and it was termed anwar salah and later on this became out this was now out of print what we say became extinct that now this kitab could no longer be found Isku dekar khud banda ka aur digar ahbab ka taqaza hua ke isku dobara taba karaya jaye. Now looking at that, this servant, the person that wrote this kitab, that after it was out of print, it was not available any longer, he is called, his name is Sufi Iqbal. He is a khalifa of the Shaykh al-Hadith, Mawlana Muhammad Zakariya sahab So he said that looking at this, that this kitab is no longer found. He said that the, the desire came into my heart and other associates also that this kitab should be reprinted. It should be printed again for the second time because we can't find this kitab anymore. It's such a good, valuable kitab. That this little booklet, small booklet, whoever read it, they were amazed, they were astonished. Subhanallah, kya namaz hai? They were astonished. Allah Akbar, what is namaz? That what a great ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala salah is. That what is the condition of namaz? And the, the perfect and complete example is what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that the coolness of my eyes is in salah. 
And really, if a person performs salah, he needs a little bit of effort. But if he gets it right and he performs salah properly, then see the enjoyment that a person will get in salah. Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, every occasion there was salah for him. Whether there was a storm outside, it was salah. Whether it was darkness of the night, there was salah. Any problem, salah. So everything Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam went towards salah. There was a solar eclipse, salah. If there is a lunar eclipse, there is salah. There is no water, salatul istisqa, they would read salah. For everything is salah. You need something in your life. You're not sure, should I do this, shouldn't I do this? Salatul istikhara is there. So for every need, there was salah. اور اس کے مطالعہ سے ہر نمازی کچھ کچھ فائدہ ضرور ہوتا ہے and by studying this booklet every نمازی will attain you will attain some benefit you'll see by already reading the booklet we will attain some benefit from it and when a person like say for example we study now little bit of Anwar Salah so when we go to perform Zohar Salah now a person should try what we learnt here we should try and concentrate a little more in our Salah so gradually we find that a person his concentration span will start increasing gradually little by little and will be able to perform a perfect salah. It is coming later on what is actually concentration in salah that is also coming. لیکن یہ بھی ظاہر ہے کہ محض مطالعہ سے ہر کوئی خود ایسی نماز ادا کرنے پر قادر نہیں ہو سکتا جب تک کسی خاص تربیت سے اس کی مشت نہ کرے. And also this we should understand that just by studying a kitab, a person can't read a perfect namaz. Just by you study a kitab, a booklet, you won't be. Otherwise, everyone would have been re reading a perfect namaz. They would just read, pick up a booklet, read the booklet, and I'm able to read a perfect namaz. He said, as long as a person does not practice upon this, and he does not go through some particular, some nurturing of it, that how it should be done, the, until then a person won't get a proper and a perfect namaz. You'll have to go through some practice. Somebody will have to guide you how it is done. Then a person will be able to perform this correct salah. کیونکہ سعادتوں کے حصول میں عادت اللہ اس طرح جاری ہے کہ کسب اور محنت کرنے پڑتی ہے اور محنت کرنی پڑتی ہے because in attaining some fortune attaining something that's valuable the sunnah of Allah Ta'ala the way of Allah Ta'ala is that a person first he goes through some difficulty in his life and when he goes through difficulty then Allah Ta'ala blesses a person that's why اسی طرح جاری ہے کہ کسب اور محنت کرنی پڑتی ہے person has to make effort first when he makes the effort, پھر اس پر عطائے وحبی طور پر ہوتی ہے when he makes the effort, then Allah تبارک و تعالیٰ gives it to a person but Allah تعالیٰ also wants to see that we got the desire within us a person he wants to make, he wants to learn, he wants to make the effort he wants to reach me, then Allah تعالیٰ blesses a person, Allah تعالیٰ opens the way for a person one sahabi he read namaz and he came, after he performed salah, he came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, salli fa inna kalam tu salli go read your namaz again, your namaz was not right you haven't read namaz. He went again, he read namaz. He came back. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him again, Salli fa'inna kalam tu salli. Go read again, your namaz wasn't right. He went again, he read his namaz. Third time he came, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him the same thing. Namaz not right. Go and read your namaz again. So he said, Ya Rasulullah, teach me how to read namaz. When he said, teach me, now Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, okay, come, I will teach you now how to perform a perfect namaz. And then salah was taught to that person. But Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam could have taught him the first time. Why did he tell him, go, go and read your namaz again without teaching him? Because the desire was not there. He didn't say, teach me, O Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When the desire is there, when a person is prepared to make the effort, now Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, now we should teach the person. So that desire must be within a person. In Allah's system also, the desire must be there. He make the effort. Then Allah opens the way. Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasallam, Allah Ta'ala made him a great Imam. That today, every religion in the world, they consider Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasallam as their Nabi. The Jews also, they say Ibrahim Alayhi Salam is our Nabi. 
The Christians, they say Ibrahim alayhi salatu is our Nabi. The Mushrikeen used to also say the same thing. All say, we are the followers of Ibrahim alayhi salam. But Allah Ta'ala says, he was not Makana Ibrahim Yahudiya, Wala Nasraniya, Wala Kilkana Hanifa Muslima. He was not a Jew, he was not a Christian, he was a Muslim, Ibrahim alayhi salatu He didn't ascribe any partners unto Allah wa Ta'ala. So Ibrahim alayhi salatu Allah Ta'ala says that first he went through so many tests. That when the Rabb of Ibrahim والسلام, he put him to various tests, Ibrahim والسلام, and he passed all those tests. See, he went through difficulty. All those tests he went through. When he went through all that, what Allah said? I will make you an Imam for mankind. So the Sunnah of Allah, the way of Allah is first a person goes through difficulty. When he goes through difficulty, now Allah blesses that person, Allah gives that person. So namaz also, first we have to make a little bit of effort, learn how to perform salah. We have to make an effort in trying to get that concentration in salah. If the concentration moves, quickly bring it back again in salah. We make that effort for a short while, then see automatically, it will just flow for a person. Now every time he says, Allahu Akbar, finish. Now he is concentrating in his salah. Chunache, Allah Ta'ala Jalla Shanuhu ki rahmat agar che kisi illat wa sabab ke muhtaj nahi. Even though Allah wa ta'ala, to, for him to shower his mercy on anyone, Allah ta'ala is not in need of any reason that you make an effort and then I'm going to give you. No, Allah ta'ala is not in need of that. Allah ta'ala says, Allah selects, Allah chooses whomsoever Allah ta'ala wishes. Allah ta'ala wants to give it, away, give it to somebody, Allah ta'ala gives it to that person. Without effort also Allah ta'ala can give it. But generally, generally the way is that you have to make an effort. For a person to make his Islam, to correct himself from all the illnesses of the heart, whether it is anger, whether it is pride, whether a person is unable to protect his gazes, whatever it is, there also a person has to make effort. Our Mashayikh say that 99% is perspiration. 99% perspiration. You must make an effort. The effort must come from your side. And 1% is inspiration. 1%, whoever is the Sheikh, whoever is the spiritual guide, he will inspire you. He will tell you what to do. So 1% comes from him. But 99% comes from the person. That once you reach Allah Ta'ala, you make an effort, you will reach Allah Ta'ala. So the same here. Lekin inna rahmatallahi qareebum minal muhsineen bi farman ilahi hai. So Allah Ta'ala can choose whomsoever he wishes. But Allah Ta'ala also says that the rahmat and the mercy of Allah is close to those people that do good deeds. When you will do good deeds, it's an effort to do good deeds. So when you will do the good deed, then Allah Ta'ala will show his rahmat, Allah Ta'ala will show his mercy upon you. Lihaza, Hamazat Sayyid Saab, Qaddasa Sirruhul Aziz ki takreer, dil pazir, dil pazir ki dil mein jamane aur amal mein lane ke liye darj zeyl panch asbab ke tawr par tahreer karte hai. Now Sufi Iqbal, before starting the kitab of Shah Ahmad Shaheed Rahmatullahi, he says that before coming to the actual talk of the Shah Ahmad Shaheed Rahmatullahi, for making amal upon this to bring this into our hearts, he says that I am will bring five points first. And before studying the actual bayan, we have to go through these five points. Then you will be able to act upon the advice of the Shah Ahmad Shaheed Rahmatullahi and you will be able to perform a correct salah. So this he termed as Noor. Every lesson that he brought these five points, he will say Noor Awal, Noor Dom, so point one, point two, point three, point four, point, point five. Noor Awal. The first point. Is mashka faida sirf unhi salikin ko hoga ke jo zikr wa shughal ke tariq ko baazabta ikhtiyar kar chuke hai. He said who's gonna benefit 
from this exercise that we're going to do, this bayan of the Shah Ahmad Shaheed, who's going to benefit from this? He said, that person, that salik, that person that is treading the path to Allah. We all treading the path, we want Allah, that is why we are here. So that person that is treading the path to Allah Ta'ala, who has formally done a cause on zikr. So what we understand, that zikr of Allah Ta'ala is so great, is so great, that this will help us attain concentration in salah. Zikr holds a very, very important role in various aspects. So even in concentration in salah, the zikr of Allah Ta'ala plays a very, very vital and a very important role. Or in ko kisi darja mein malaka yaddash hasil ho chuka hai. And that person that has got now the quality of concentration because of making so much of zikr of Allah Ta'ala, that person, he will benefit from this bayan. Wo is malaka se now after making zikr and he got the quality of concentration because through zikr Allah Ta'ala blessed him with that concentration this person can now bring ruh and bring life into his namaz or namaz ke zariye se wo apni batini madarij mein bohut tarakki kar sakte hai and through namaz now a person he can progress spiritually and reach Allah Ta'ala through that namaz now a person he will reach Allah Ta'ala, he will progress now spiritually. But how did he get there? He had to get there through the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Through zikr, he got concentration. Through concentration, he started performing a perfect salah. And when he started performing a perfect salah, now a person will reach Allah Ta'ala very, very quickly. Like for example, a person, he's got, a, he's got an aeroplane. He's got a lot of money, so he bought an aeroplane. Now the aeroplane that he got, he wants to use it. But he doesn't know how to fly an aeroplane. So... It's useless. He wasted his money buying the aeroplane. So many wealthy people, they have aeroplanes. So what they do, they get a pilot. They hire a pilot. And how much the pilot charges? Approximately about 8,000 rand a day to fly that plane for you. It takes you from here to there, wherever it is. 8,000 rand a day, they charge to fly that plane. But that person, he got such a powerful tool. He can get from point A to point B normally, which takes five, six hours. In one hour, he's there because he got a plane. But he doesn't know how to use it. So he's not going to progress. But if he had to do the cause of how to fly an aeroplane and then he uses the aeroplane, how far doesn't that person go? Exactly the same way. We got namaz, a very, very great bounty of Allah Ta'ala. But if we don't do it properly, we're not getting the results that we want. And if we only learn how to read this namaz properly, a person, he will become the beloved of Allah, he will reach Allah Ta'ala in no time. Just one thing comes right in our life, everything else will just fall into place. Jo so a person he will progress and he spiritually he will reach Allah Ta'ala. John Tariq Nubuat se Tarakki Karneke Mukhtarif Zarai Mese Ek Aham Zariahe. That in the path of Nubuat, Namaz is a very important means from the various means of progressing and reaching Allah. There are various ways of reaching Allah Ta'ala. But one of the most effective ways of reaching Allah Ta'ala is that a person performs a correct Namaz. Once you read that correct Namaz, you will see how quickly you reach Allah. Warna ruh namaz Otherwise, if a person reads a namaz that doesn't have life, then it won't even help you in becoming the friend of Allah. Because that namaz got no life. You're just doing it. You're just doing the outside actions of namaz. The standing, ruku, sajda, and you're finishing namaz and you're going. But there was no life in that namaz. So it won't help you in becoming the friend of Allah. And in the path of Nubuwat also, such a namaz holds no value whatsoever. If you want value in your namaz, that namaz must have life in it. Yehi hal tariqe nubuwat ke dusre amal. And this is the same condition of all other actions in the path of Nubuwat. 
that if you want to benefit from other actions also, then it must have life. Mathalan, tilawat quran If you want to benefit from the Quran Sharif, Quran Sharif also is so great, the kalam of Allah. But if you want to benefit from Quran, your recitation must have life in it. Not that a person is just reading the words and he is gone. That recitation, it must be done correctly with concentration. You must understand the Quran Sharif. That will have an effect. Jihad, tabligh, waghaira, all this, making jihad in the path of Allah, making tabligh, all this. If it's got life, then you will read somewhere. But if there's no life, a person won't get anywhere. Or jo hazarat in amal mein roh, peida karke tarakke madarit ke khaha ho, and those people that create, that bring this life in all the actions, and they are desirous to progress in the stages. It is necessary for them that they must do a call on zikrullah and they must make correct their heart, they must cleanse their heart. So if you want this rule to come in, if in all these actions, first go through go to zikrullah. Start with zikr of Allah Ta'ala. When the zikr of Allah Ta'ala comes, the heart is going to be corrected. When the heart is going to be corrected, now a person will be able to progress. For for life to come in your amal, this is all based on the correctness of the heart. For life to come in your amal, what you need? You need your heart to be corrected. And how will this happen? And this will happen by remaining with a Sheikh Kamil, a Sheikh that is already perfect. And he, under his supervision, under his nurturing, now you made the zikr of Allah. What's going to happen? The heart is going to be cleansed. And when the heart is going to be cleansed, now you will start progressing. So, bottom line is, a person has to do a cause in the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala for him to bring life in any amal of his. Whether it is salah, whether it is tilawat, whether it is jihad, whether it is tabliq. Junati ye mazmoon, senkro ahadith mein This subject matter is in various ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That for everything there is a polish. For everything there is a polish. And the polish of the heart is the zikr of Allah ta'ala. When the heart has been polished with the zikr of Allah and the heart has been corrected, the heart is now shining. Now see, when a person will start his salah, his salah will have a different, uh, it will be completely different altogether. He said, yeah, generally people make one mistake. What is the mistake they make? Baaz ahbab qalb ke islaq ke liye zikrullah ke bajaye zahiri amal ki islaq par zor dete hai. That some of our friends, some of our beloveds, that instead of rectifying and correcting the heart with the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, they emphasize on the outward, on the outward actions. For example, they will want to make sure that my standing posture must be in order, my ruku must be in order, my sajda must be in order. That is also important. That is what is khudu. So that also has to be in order. But they emphasize on this. But the heart hasn't been corrected. So when the heart is not corrected, how are you going to get your ruh, how are you going to get life in your salah? So the actual thing is the correction of the heart. Halanke faraiz ke alawa, pehle qalb ki islah ka fikr zaruri hai. That besides your faraz, fasting, namaz, uh, zakat, hajj, besides the faraiz, it is necessary for a person to correct the heart. But today, where do you find, how many people do you find actually worrying about correcting the heart, getting rid of all the illnesses of the heart? That is why today there's so much of problems in the world. Really, if the heart of a person is corrected, if a husband and wife, they have a problem in the house, the husband will humble himself. He said, never mind, she is upset today, let her say what she wants. But the husband says, no, I'm going to show her a point today. 
And the wife says, no, I'll show him a point today. Why? Because that humbleness is not there. So when the humbleness is not there, when each other is showing each other the point, where are we going to end up? We're going to end up with talaq. Whereas if the husband just kept quiet at that time, he said, never mind, let her speak. She's got the right, she does so much for me, let her speak today. And he laughs it off, he lets her speak. Then finish, we got no problem whatsoever. Or if it's the other way along, the husband is upset. And sometimes it is his turn, now he wants to say something. And the wife at that time, she keeps quiet. She said, leave him, let him say what he wants. What's there? That's my husband, he does so much for me. Finish, we got no problem. Two people, two brothers, uh, one is, he wants to show that, you no, know, what I'm saying is right. And the other one, he wants to show, no, say, he wants to show what I'm saying is right. So both of them got pride. Now when you got, both got pride, each one wants to emphasize and show his point, what's going to happen? You're going to end up with a clash here. Then somebody is either going to get hurt, somebody is going to fight with one another, or it, we, Allah knows best what can happen. Sometimes a person has got anger, and in that anger now that fight started. And in that fight what happens? One person takes out a firearm, and then he blows the firearm. One man is in the cupboard, one man is in the jail. Why? Because the heart is not right. So everything is based on the heart, that the heart needs to be corrected. So that's why he says, after your faraiz, after namaz, after fasting, after zakat, after hajj, what is most important? Go and get your heart corrected. A person has to stay in the company of pious people for this to happen. In the hadith it is mentioned that if your heart will be corrected, this is the means of your amal being corrected. If your heart comes right, everything in your life will come right. Namaz will come right. Your fasting will come right. Everything will come right. It's mentioned in the hadith. That in the body of a person, there's a piece of flesh. If this piece of flesh is correct, the entire body of a person thereafter will be corrected. Everything in a person's life will come correct. His eyes will be under control. He won't be looking at haram. A person, his tongue will be in control. He won't say anything that's wrong. He won't make ghibat about another person. Why the heart is, is in order now? He won't be listening to ghibat. If there's ghibat taking place somewhere, he'll get up and walk away. Haji Ahmad Nakhud Asad, he was in the Jamiat offices of India. And whilst he was there, uh, I think Mulana Abbas Ali Saab of uh, Springs, he was there. And I think uh, Mulana Abdul Hamid Saab was there. So one person that was sitting in the office, he was on the phone and he was making ribbon. So Mulana got up, he told him, Bhai, you know what, stop it. Stop, don't make ribbon. See when the heart is correct, you'll have the courage to stand up and speak also. So he stood up, he said, don't make ribbon. Stop, stop the ribbon. That person didn't listen. He carried on making ribbon. Haji Saab told Moran Abbas Ali and I think Muhammad Ramid Saab, whoever was there, I can't recall exactly, he told him, come, stand outside. When it's our turn to go in, we'll go in. But it's haram for us to listen to this ribat also. So don't suggest. See, when will this happen? When the heart of a person is in order. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that when this heart is correct, the entire body will be correct. And when the heart is corrupt, then the entire body of a person will be corrupt. So this is the first point that he brought. That if you want to benefit from this bayan and you want to get your namaz right, correct your heart. And what is the way of correcting the heart? Stay in the company of mashayikh and do a cause of zikrullah. When you do that, your heart will be corrected. When your heart will be corrected, there will be life now in your namaz, in your tilawat, in your tabliq, in your jihad. In everything that you do, there is going to be life. That's the first point. Noor dom. نماز سیکھنے میں جو کوشش اور مجاہدہ کرنا ہوگا اس میں نیت کو خالص کرے کہ میں اللہ کو راضی کرنے کے لیے تعمیل حکم میں اپنی نماز میں کمال پیدا کرنے کی کوشش کر رہا ہوں نمبر ٹو دیٹ دس ایفرٹ دس سیکریفائز دیٹ یو میکنگ ٹو لرن ہاؤ ٹو ریڈ اے پراپر نماز وی آر لرننگ ہاؤ ٹو ریڈ اے پراپر نماز سو دس ایفرٹ دس سیکریفائز دیٹ وی میکنگ ٹو لرن ہاؤ ٹو ریڈ اے پراپر نماز 
a person should have a pure niyat that why am I doing this? I am doing this to please Allah Ta'ala to act on the command of Allah. The command of Allah is to read namaz. So I am now doing this to please Allah to act upon the command of Allah Ta'ala. I am making this effort so that I am able to read a perfect namaz for Allah Ta'ala. So why are we doing this? Not to show anyone. That you know what, look at the namaz that I'm reading. See, I learned how to read namaz. Your namaz is not right. So we don't look down upon anyone. We, Allah give us the tawfiq. We learned how to read a proper namaz. Our niyat is, oh Allah, we did it for you. Allah, we want to act upon your command of performing salah in a perfect way. In a way that you will be happy with us. In a way that you will be pleased with us. That is why we are doing this. Digar koi baat, mahuiyat wa istighraq wa ghaira, maqsad na ho. Other things, people that perform salah so that in the salah, they totally absorbed in the salah. That from the beginning right to the end, the thought doesn't even move a little bit. They totally absorbed in the salah. Many people learn namaz to read namaz in that way. That shouldn't be the niyat. If a person reaches that stage, Allah gives it to him. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has given him from his side. But our niyat to learn how to correct salah is not so that we're able to read such a namaz that from the beginning to the end, we just totally absorb in salah and nothing else. No, that is not the objective. The objective is to please Allah Ta'ala and read a perfect salah. That is what our objective is. So whatever we're doing is to please Allah. And then if Allah gives us that namaz, after making effort, that very, when the moment you commence your salah, there's no disturbance. Alhamdulillah, that's nurun ala nur. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he was once struck with the arrow. And they said, now we need to take out the arrow. How are we going to take it out? They said, leave him, leave him. They couldn't take it out. Let him start salah. And the moment he started salah, they went and they pulled out the arrow. He didn't even know that the arrow had been. See, that is that absorption. But who gave it to him? Allah Ta'ala gave it to him. The intention must be Allah Ta'ala. But Allah gives him that type of a salah, Alhamdulillah. So that is the second, second point. The third point, we just do a little bit of the third point. Khushu wa khudu or huzur qalb wali namaz hi bahu hai. That is salah that has concentration, devotion, where the heart of a person is in salah. That is a salah of life. That must be concentration, devotion, and your heart must be in that salah. Magar khushu or khuzu se murad, ikhtiyari khushu hai. But when we're saying that there must be concentration and devotion, what is meant by this khushu? It means that khushu which is within your ability, not which is out of your ability, to get a salah of complete absorption. That is not in our ability. We can't do that. What is within our ability, that is what we require to do. And what is that? Yani namaz ke faraiz, wajibat, sunan, or mustahabbat ki adayi ka itminan or hosh se ihtimam karna. That we pay attention in fulfilling the faraz of namaz. That is why we have to know what is all this we're doing in Besti Zewar, what is the requisites of salah, faraz in namaz, sunnats in namaz will do. A person needs to know all this. What is faraz, what is wajib, what is sunnat, what is mustahab. So, the khushu that is within our ability is to fulfill the faraiz, is to fulfill the wajibat, to fulfill the mustahabbat. All this must be done with complete ease and we should give importance to this. Or dil ko qasdan kisi dusri taraf na karna. And we shouldn't intentionally turn the heart somewhere else. Intentionally we don't start thinking about something in salah. That is what is referred to as khushu. Khushu is fulfilling the faraz, wajibat, mustahabbat, do everything with ease and correctly. And intentionally don't bring some thought in namaz. Some thought that is not there, now you start thinking about it intentionally. This is what is khushu. Agar khud bakhud dunyawi khiyal a jaye, balke be shumar wasawis bhi aaye, lekin namazi apne qasd aage aane wale asbaq me mashhoor rahe. If a person 
automatically some thoughts of dunya come to him or even unlimited thought comes. But he didn't bring it in namaz. It just came, automatically it came into his mind. But the namazi, the person has performed salah, he doesn't worry about the thoughts. He thinks of what is ahead. Now ahead, I'll have to read the surah. Next, I'll have to make ruku. He thinks of what I have to do ahead. And he just continues in that, in that line. So, ye halat namaz ke baad wo hone ke munafi nahi. That this condition is not against performing a salah of life and soul. That this salah also is a good salah, a salah of concentration. As long as it doesn't affect a person, he just continues thinking, right, next I have to do this in namaz. Thereafter I have to do this in namaz. So just continue thinking what I have to do ahead in namaz. That will be considered as a salah of concentration and devotion. We'll continue from there, inshallah. Allahu Akbar, Allah. 